Haunted Travelers Podcast, your weekly dose of theme park news and entertainment. And now, here to talk all things coasters, theme parks, and even more, here are your hosts, Jack Lathrop and Chris Jones. Hey everybody, welcome back to this week's episode of the Twisted Travelers Podcast. My name is Jack, I'm sitting with here with Chris. How's it going tonight? Going good, ready to get into it. Very short news. Some quick yeah, plugs. Short news, plugs, ride of the week, sports mm-hmm. ball. Sports ball, indeed. A um, couple questions, and then a little bit of a different second half. Yeah. Nothing too For special. For those of you, and I know we promised we'd have Mr. Bybee on this week. He had something come up last minute. Don't worry, he's coming on. I have a cell phone number. If he doesn't, I'll just call him until he does. Um so he is going to be coming on in the near future. So if you ask questions for him, we've got them stashed away for when he actually comes on the show. Mm-hmm. So until then, you get to listen to our answers. Yep. Sorry, people. Well, we're here to bore you again real quick. Some Patreon plugs. Shout out to all of our patrons, Bryant, Graham, Grant, Jaden, Mark, Allison, and Steven, Eric, and Mikhail. Patreon link is in the description. You get all co- sorts of cool stuff based on what tier you are. You get random mail episodes every now and then. Jack has an idea that he still hasn't told me for one. So uh, we'll do well, that. Eventually. Taylor kind of made me force it back a couple weeks. So sorry, y'all. It's oh, Taylor's it fault this time. Him. Good to know. Good to know. Thank you, Taylor. Um, but so yeah. When you get mad at me, just send your Patreon bills to Taylor Bybee. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, and you can follow us on Instagram at twisted underscore travelers. Twitter is at twisted traveler, but the R at the end is the one because Twitter is stupid and won't give me the handle. You can follow me on Instagram at thrilling moment. You can follow Chris at twisted travelers. Chris also don't forget calendars are on sale and they're going fast because I started letting my family buy them now and they all want one. So if you want a calendar and you haven't bought one yet, do it now because I'm not ordering anymore. Right. If you can't tell, the money is our inspiration. Anyways, let's get into the news. So, um, first things first, the biggest thing, Dollywood leak came out. Now, I want to hear what you have to say first because I don't have many thoughts because I just don't know the size of the area and all that. Um, so you you go off. You've been in Wildwood Grove. You know the size. No, of it. no, but like as far as based on the plans, I can't tell how much of that space they're using. So. The way Wildwood Grove is going to work, and this is something like I know for a 100% certain fact, is it is a three-phase project. Phase one opened in 2019. Phase two was supposed to be 2021, and phase three was going to be 2023. COVID's obviously kind of screwed all of that up, so it's been pushed back some. So phase two is actually going to be 2023, and phase three will be 2025 roughly give or take if they follow the plan that i've seen they've done some working around on the plan because i know the rough next 10 years of what dollywood's doing they've done a little bit of rearranging since the last time i got to talk to people that know the full plan um and it looks like they're prioritizing a family coaster next and i guess you know there's only so much i feel comfortable saying because i don't want my friends to get mad at me but a lot of you have started guessing, and a lot of you are guessing correctly as to what it's going to be. So, yeah, I'm not going to full on say what it is because I do know, or at least I've seen older versions of the plans, what's going to happen. I will say 
it's going to be a great addition, and the future is very, very, very bright for Wildwood Grove. I know I said on the podcast I wasn't getting a Dollywood pass for next season. That's still true. I mean, this is a 2023 project, though, so do I really need to go next year? Not really. So that's my big thing on this. What do you think about it? I mean, um, you saw the plans, at least. I didn't. It looks pretty big. I just couldn't tell based on the uh, amount of land they were using. I really couldn't tell based on the plans. Or at least so, I didn't take the time to fully look into it. Yeah, there was a couple of good overlays. I, I've seen, the thing is, I saw these plans months ago. So, <laughs> um, it basically it starts over behind Dragonflyer. Like, there's a decent little chunk of land over behind Dragonflyer, and it's gonna run from there all the way over to behind Till and Harvest. So it's gonna okay. basically run against the entirety of that right side of the land. Yeah. And then have like an area kind of for itself in the back. So, you know, those like fences. Yep. The, the fence, yeah. The back, it's going to be back there. Is and it going to go up that hill back behind Till and Harvest? Um, it might. Um, I've, and see, now I'd have to go look at the site plans to see yeah. how much room there is there. It might go up that hill. I do know that they That'd be pretty wanted cool. I think they wanted to have some terrain usage, which, you know, I know they flatten a lot of that, but I think they're going to do some terrain work. Yeah, And then there's other stuff that will happen eventually that is really exciting, but also not talking about it. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I'm sure it's going to be a good addition based on the little bit of the layout that we've seen. I'm just curious how much of a thrill emphasis they're going to put on it, I guess. We'll find out. Um. But yeah, it looks like it's going to be solid. I'm excited. Uh, any addition to there will be good. We all know that. So, Yeah, except Lightning Ride because it doesn't work ever. But it did reopen, apparently. It did do that, but we're not going down that path. No, um, we're not because I don't want to talk about that thing. Um. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, let's talk about more expansion with Energy Landia. So this park has basically said, I want to conquer all of Poland. They already did. I mean, this is fair. Um, Yeah. So, I guess, here's... My dad hasn't shut up about this park since he got back. Like, let's be quite frank. Good. Um, You deserve to have it rubbed into your face. He also has not shut up about how insane this mine train looks. Really? It looks solid. I... I don't know if it'll be top tier mine train, but it looks good. I'm a, I I want to know what uh all theming they're gonna put in the um the little video we got for this area looks like they're doing a much bigger emphasis on theming, which we kind of already knew from their last edition. Um, but this is gonna be more family based, and I'm a fan as long as they go back to the thrill eventually. I want more Zodra. Yeah, it definitely um definitely looks like a good addition. I know I'm planning on going to Energy Landia next summer because I can't wait any longer. Uh, yeah, I'm excited for this. It looks awesome. I mean, that mm-hmm. whole park looks awesome. It still boggles my mind that you can get on Google Earth and like the park doesn't exist on Street View because that's how like fast it's grown. Yeah, it is pretty crazy. I'm so excited to get there. I hope I can go next year. We'll see, but uh, this definitely I mean, looks like it's going to be a good addition just based off of theming along. 
basically we just said we both have intensive going. So get ready for Great Trip Reports Part 5 in 2022. I mean, that's already happening. It's just where would be the question. Uh, but yeah. I mean, we're probably going to do where. Part 5, Part 6, Part 7. I mean. At least yeah. 5 and 6 will come next year. Yeah. At least 5 side. and 6. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're excited for that. And a random thing that Jack wants to we talk about. I mean. We can't not talk about this. We were both freaking out about this. It made me excited. I mean, you sent it to me, so you talk about it first. Wildfire apparently has a lighting package and runs at night. I've wanted to go to Sweden so bad, and this is even more reason. That's about all it was. Yeah, I I think it's just the fact that we've known... I mean, this coaster's been around since 2016 now. And we've talked about it, and we wanted to ride it for years. And somehow we just found out it's got a light pack engine runs at night. Like, I know so many people who have ridden this. At Taylor, at Marcus, at David and Greg, at literally all of you who have ridden it. Have you been to Sweden? Um, <laughs> and none of them have ridden it at night. And it's got a light package? I, I think you put it best when you just typed a bunch of random characters after you said I had a stroke. Um... And I said, it's got a light package, it runs at night, and some other words. Yeah, I'd love to get out there when it actually is running at night, but I feel like that's probably I, only a few months of the year. I definitely already so. looked at flights to like go you oh. know, next weekend, and they're expensive. Sad. Sad face. Too bad, too bad. But yeah, um, so that was news and a random thing at the end. Ride of the week time. Um... I would spin the wheel and do your sound effects, but we only have one option left, and that is Steel Eel at SeaWorld San Antonio. Ah, the backbreaker. A great, great ride. Who's starting? It is a, it is a good ride. I'll let you start since you rode it first. Okay, yeah. I've ridden this more than Jack. I've probably got like 12-ish rides on it now, total. Um, I marathoned it the first time I went. Second time, Texas Stingray was open, so less of that, but still. Um... I really like the, um, what's the word, color scheme with this, with the purple supports to start off. It's very presentable and also the location with the lake behind it. First drop, crazy kink drop, like not sky rush level, but it'll slam you. First hill, solid. Second hill is ridiculous and also just slams you down. Mid course, twisting drop, cool sense of speed. And then the second half is ridiculous as well. It's not phantom. But it's way better than Mamba and Steel Force. Yeah, they, they figured out what they were doing when they designed this ride. Cause, For like, sure. You, you're in the back car, and you, you hit the drop, and you go flying. Because the drop, it's like, oh, we're going, we're going, we're going. And then all of a sudden, whoop, the whole track just disappears out from under you, and you go mm -hmm. flying. And then you hit the bottom, and the pain shoots up your spine and up the back of your neck. And you can feel it just shoot out the top of your head, it feels it like. It needs a chiropractor. Yeah, who needs a chiropractor? <laughs> I did after I got off, that's for sure. No, and then you go up into the the two big hills, the dolly element, we shall call it. Yeah. Um, and you go over the first one, and you go flying out of your seat. It's it's not like, I, I shouldn't say fly. It's like a good flowjector moment. There you go. Mm -hmm. But then as you go down into the valley of the dolly element, the pain shoots up your back again. And then you go over the next hill. And then as you go down the second hill, you go all the way down. 
And the pain as you hit the bottom is just pain in the most amazing way possible. That hill is straight ejector too. You're you're underselling that one. Oh yeah, no, like literally you go over the top and it's like by seat, I will see you in approximately ten seconds when my back cries in pain. Mm-hmm. Um mid course is a mid course. It's got the cool twisting drop. Does it have a hill between the mid course and the No. You go straight I'm... into the the uh, twisting drop out of the mid course. No, like I'm 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 pulling up a POV now because I need to like remind myself where is the one that Scott filmed this year. There it is. Um, da 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 da. It's so yeah. You hit the mid course. Beautiful mid course. Oh, and these colors are just phenomenal. Yeah. Okay. So after the mid course, you do the twisting drop, and then you go up into a hill, and this is probably the weakest hill on the entire ride. Mm-hmm. Um, just it's got some solid floater, but not much. And then you hit the Magnum Hills, which if you're in the back car, just catapult you out of your seat and then slam you back down so fast, and then throw you back out of your feet so fast, you have no time to recover. Yeah, I will say my first time at this park, I thought the second half was not nothing special. Like just the first half was great, but then when I went back with you and your dad, that second half was um running way faster than I remembered and felt like double steel force and a hundred times. Let's just be honest. Every single coaster we rode that day was doing like some next level stuff that night. Like pretty much. Yeah. Steel eel, Texas stingray, iron rattler, wonder woman. They were all just flinging us. Well, I, I enjoy wonder woman. Fight me. Yeah. But yeah, it is a really good ride, really good color scheme. I would love to get back and ride it some more. Dr. Diabolicals next year. Maybe I'll have to make a trip. Oh, I forgot that thing was getting built, honestly. Yeah. Um, so that's the end of the Morgan Hyper wheel. Give us more ideas. I, we had one today that was pretty solid in the Discord. I like so the one we that. got today a lot. I was going to ask if I that's too. the one you wanted to do next. We'll see. Um I think there's some options that we might have already done throughout time just so far during the show, but we'll see. Didn't we do over Georgia's? We might have done over I think Georgia's, we did. but we could just do it again. We could. We'll, um, we will discuss it off air, and you'll yeah. find out when you listen to the show next week. Discord link in the description. Give us ideas. Yes. Okay, so wheel is done. Let's talk some fantasy football over in the league. I have the scores up. I do as you, well. Sir? Okay. Let's start off. Me versus Grant. And I was able to narrowly defeat him. Two points this week was the de- the difference. Uh, neither of our quarterbacks had good weeks. None of our running backs had great weeks. But Keenan Allen had a big week. Travis Kelsey had a big week. My Patriots defense had a big week. Mm-hmm. I was able to just come out on top. Yeah, Tyler that, Conklin. Grant, who did you start at tight end? I'd never heard of this guy. We had nine and a half, so whatever. Um, but yeah, I won. Yep. A lot of these good. matches were over before tonight. They were. Um, right now, we do have one close one, which is Allison and Ben. Yeah, my dad is looking like he could squeak it out. if Even with two people um, on by, if he would have changed it, then he would have won for sure. Yeah. I think. Yeah, it would have. Um, 
But tough week for both quarterbacks. Jonathan Taylor with the big week, which is keeping Allison ahead right now. But we'll see. It's close. That's a 10-point game right now. Yeah, we'll find out next week how that one ends. Mm -hmm. And then we got Bryant versus Steven. Steven, uh, good week. Got it locked up. Yeah, that it's not it's not even gonna yeah. Poor Bryant. He's just giving Ooh. up, I feel like. Yeah, he is. I'm I'm looking mm-hmm. down the scores and I'm like, well, where did Steven do good? And then I get to a first running back, I'm like, well, there you go. Yeah, Nick Chubb, Marquise Brown, Devontae Smith, all solid. Good weeks for all three. Um okay, my dad has finally been dethroned. <laughs> the reign of terror is over. Terry, right. you are a saint. I drink to you tonight, good sir. Yes, the two and six Perry has finally his team now decided to show up six. this week. Yeah. He was making my dad go to eight and one. Lamar Jackson with a big week. Cordero Patterson. Solid week. And my dad just just tough all around for everybody. Hashtag kill the narrative. Thank you, Perry. We all appreciate it. We all appreciate that. And our last matchup, Marcus versus Jack. Jack, let's let's look. Yeah, um, I got ended up winning this one. I wasn't expecting to because um, I wasn't able to pay attention to fantasy that much this weekend just because of stuff going on in my life. Uh, but Herbert had a really good week. Mixon had a good week. The big news for me is McCaffrey is back, but I did not start him. I should have in place of Carter, but I did not start him. Carter be starting for me. Though. It wasn't yeah. a huge he, difference. Yeah. But in the end, I squeaked it out 91 to 88. So good win for me, which also moves me into the second spot in our half of the division. So that's right. I think, I think I'm in first right now. Yeah. Check your six. Okay. You're not going to come, come from my no, dad's top no. spot, but okay. So that's so yeah, fantasy. So, well, let's see where, then let's just look ahead real quick what's happening next week in the Lee. So next week, it's me versus Allison, Perry versus Steven, my dad versus you, Bryant versus Grant, and Marcus versus Mark. Mm-hmm. We'll see. So, it's going to be a good week. Marcus, we're all counting on you to not pass out this week. Ha. Good luck. Um... But yeah, so let's get into some listener questions. Are oh, no, no, you, no, no, you no, guys no. something to rant about? Yet? No, 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 no. We are not skipping over this. I, I owe an apology to the Atlanta Braves because I was complaining about them choking. They did it. The Braves won the World Series. Whoa. I have been partying for a week straight. I will not be stopping partying until um, either we lose or we win again. And then I will just continue to party. So go Braves. I'm a very, 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 very happy person right now. Shop on. Okay, now we can do questions. All right, people. So we had a good amount of questions this week from Discord. Once again, link in description. Go join. Let's get into it. First question from Klaus. What coaster do you wish you got more rides on and what park do you wish you spent more time at? I need to pull up the rankings for this one. I mean... Because I could probably list a lot of them. Like, in general, because there's all... Like, there's parks, it's like if you said you need to go more, I'd be like, yes. 
Uh, I do need to go there more, but I'm trying to think of a park I didn't get to spend a ton of time at. Knobles, honestly. I've only spent like two half days there, and that pains me because it's Knobles and that park's amazing. Um, yeah. Rides, though. I need a list as well. Um, park. I spent like one and a half days there, but that doesn't seem like enough. Magic Mountain is one. Um, I mean, you can spend three days at that park and still feel like you need more time. Yeah. Um, knots as well. Another park. I could, I could say both of those as well. Bush Gardens, Williamsburg. Those will be the big three. I'll say rides X2 and Twisted Colossus for sure. Toro. Phantom. Ghost Rider. Those will be the main I'll say. Um, see, I'm actually at the point now where I've gotten to ride a ton of stuff in my like top 25 a lot, which I'm thankful for. Uh, but looking at them, out of all of the rides in this list, the one I want to ride more and just keep on riding is Tremors at Silverwood. I got three rides on it, which, yeah, three rides, but I could have ridden it 20 times and still not have been satisfied. So I'll go Tremors. And for my park, I'll say Knobles and Knots, since I only got a day at Knots. I'll go X2 and say Magic Mountain. Okay. Next question from Blake. What's better, riding Mamba at Worlds of Fun or riding an actual monorail? I would probably rather ride the Disney World monorail than I was going to say, I would rather ride an actual monorail. I it mean, probably would give more airtime. Well, I don't know about that, but at least you have something to look at. So, Well, that's true. I mean, yeah, because Mamba, you get a great view of a parking lot with some trucks in it. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll say the Disney World monorail. I would take over Mamba, to be honest. Um, from Bryant. Okay, this is a good one. For Jack, what's one thing that you hate about Chris? I don't like you, Bryant. I really don't like you right now. I'm just going to I'm going to text you right now and tell you how much I don't like you. Um I don't know. I literally don't have a good answer for this. I don't hate anything about Chris. I mean, I do a podcast with him. I feel like it'd be hard to hate him if I, you know, force myself to spend an hour a week with him at least. No, it's not hard. I mean, I know you, th- you hate me. I know that, but <laughs> yeah, I'm just that perfect. I, my... I, I mean, no one's perfect except for me. Yes. Except for you. <laughs> um, do you want to answer your part of this while I think sure, for a minute? Sure. He also asked, what's one thing you love about Jack for me? Um, Which is a hard question. Yeah, that is tough. I could only come up with one thing. That's the fact that he's not going to stumble. It's going to be so nice having a weekend with everybody except Jack. I seriously can't wait to get to hang out with Bryant, John, Mike, Marcus, all of them without Jack. That's a dream. Like Allison and Steven came came down and I was so excited to hang out with them and then all of a sudden this guy's coming. Ruined the whole day. Infuriating. So okay, do you have an yes. answer? Um, I mean, I hate the fact that you're going to stumble without me. Is that a legit answer? That's a good one. Um, 
I love that fact. I mean, I mean, if we're giving legit, legit answers for these questions, I hate the fact that you live in freaking Florida and I only get to see you like five times a year, but you know, that is my legit answer. So, yeah, I figured it. <laughs> you literally like nothing else about me. I don't know why you even talk to me anymore. Shoot, I don't know anymore either. I we make decent money off Patreon, so I guess that's it. But speaking of which, have you bought your new microphone yet? Because I'm gonna just call you out in front of everyone right now. I have not. I've been mm. busy. I just forget. Somebody remind me in Discord this week, and I'll do it. I'm gonna text you every hour. No, not him. It has to be someone else. If somebody reminds me in Discord this week to do it, then I will do it. But it can't be him. I don't care what he says, so. I mean, that's fair. So, okay, moving on from Chris and I roasting each other. What coaster do you think would work better as a different model, but with the same layout? And this is from Mikhail, our favorite British person. He's coming for you, Chris. I'll see you on, uh, what, Saturday? Shout out, Mikhail. Um, anyways, this is a tough one. Do you have anything? Because I need to think. Um, I was thinking about this because everything I was... I couldn't think of like a ride that suffers because of the type of ride it is. Um, I can think of plenty of rides that... <laughs> I like, kind of oh, got switch. One. Okay, well, I'm going to finish my thought real quick. Yeah, I think of plenty of rides that if like, I could switch the trains out, it would probably be better. Um, and I guess that technically would make it a different model, but I feel, I feel like in the spirit I was trying to you know switch manufacturers or something. So what's your answer? Um, if you turn Shivering Timbers into a B&M Hyper, it would probably run a lot faster. Shut your mouth. It's true. <laughs> ride, is, ride is phenomenal as is. And it would be even better. So I'm going with, actually, I just had a great thought, and I'm going with the cop-out answer. RMC Wolverine Wildcat at Michigan Adventure. <laughs> okay, yeah, that that's the cop-out answer, and you could probably say that for just about anything. Yeah. Uh, or for a lot of different ones. Um, okay, no. turn Rip Ride Rocket into anything not by Mauer, and we're cool. Yeah, literally build a B&M, please, 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 Universal. Um, another... Here's a thought. Don't shoot me. Uh-oh. Flying Dutchman's, but the new Gen Vekoma flying. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I Like, talking to people that have ridden fly, they say it's phenomenal. They say it's super comfortable. The Flying Dutchman layouts are cool. It's just that the trains and the track was made in the 90s, so it's not that great. Okay, here's one for Bryant. Superman at New England, but turn it into a new gen intimate hyper so the restraints are fixed. Or just bring back the old trains. Well, that's not what the question asked. So. Yeah. Uh, you know, that'd be sweet. Just to, so imagine they just, they just lost the trains on that. And they drop in Hyperion. Pretty much. But it's, it's a better layout than Hyperion, let's be honest. On paper, at least. Yeah, I was going to say, you're going to have a hard time convincing my dad of that. On paper, that game. layout is better. It's I, in what? I, I, Say that again? I, I, I've seen his top three. Oh. Two of them are in Poland. Wow. Ben. Jeez. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, well, we're going to shoot. And it's not the order you think it is either. Um. Okay. Um. Yeah. So yeah. we're going to Newlandia next year, right? Anyway, um, Hope which so. Cedar Fair Park would be better off independent? Michigan's Adventure. Dorney. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Any it's of the small ones that don't get invested probably would be. Dorney, World of Fun, Valley, Valley Fair, Fair, or Michigan's Adventure. Those four independent would probably be a lot better. Um, Michigan's Adventure, though, I think would actually struggle without Cedar Fair's help because I think they'd have to focus on the water park a lot more and they wouldn't be able to maintain the dry park. So I think if Maybe. you want to see Shivering Timbers survive, which is the main reason to go to that park, Cedar yeah. Fair's got to be there. That's a good argument, though. Yeah, I can see it either way. Um, okay. From Allison, what do you think is going to be the next coaster to bump trains? It'll be something at Cedar Point. Gatekeepers no, had enough issues. I'm going, I'm going on that. That true. Oh, gosh. We lost coaster then. Y'all are screwed. <laughs> Dang it. Have fun. Let me know how it's going while I'm at camp. I'm going to guess uh, Gatekeeper just because it's always Cedar Point rides and that ride keeps breaking. Creech, what are you doing? He doesn't even work there anymore, does he? I think he actually still does. But yeah, I mean, I could totally see it being Gatekeeper just because that ride constantly finds new ways to drive Drive nails through every limb of its body. Just that chain noise. (laughs) We we got to talk to the guy who was on panel when that happened. (laughs) He told us the noise was not pretty mm-hmm. so no okay let me give it like um honestly oh god i mean like it's, this is, these are just so random like incidents to predict so i'm going to throw out full throttle just for the heck of it. So, if so you're guessing he's going to do something wrong for the second time this year. Sorry, if California. If throw the bumps, I'm quit the podcast. That's basically like it's going to be my retirement right there. All right, <laughs> sad. Um, okay, I, I, for some reason, I could see that maybe. Um, I was just trying. To, I was like, hmm, it's going to be a launch coaster. I feel like it's got to be a launch coaster. Um, and that right yeah. popped in my head, so we're going with it. We'll see. Okay, last question. What are some parks that would be greatly improved if they made one small change, and what is that change? That's from Klaus. Define small change. That was my question, because if I could change the entirety of Dorney's Ops, then it would probably be better than Worlds of Fun, but it's not. If I could change the location of Silver Dollar City to be, you know, in my backyard, that would be best. That also. Um, but, you know, besides those, I think... Actually, I think ops would count as a minor thing. I think no new additions, no moving the park across the country. I think stuff like that would count as a, like, wouldn't count. But I think ops could count as a small improvement. Just making Kennywood's ops more consistent would be a big change, too. Because some of them are great and some of them are terrible. Yeah, definitely. I think that goes for a lot of parks. Like, consistent ops around the board. Like, Carowinds this year was unbearable at points because you'd be over an intimidator shout out to the intimidator crew because they are awesome and flying through trains 
and then you know you go over to Fury and they're triple stacked five minutes into a dispatch. So Yeah. Like I think ops are a lot of hard for them to improve them, so can't read it it says i hope in the best way bryant responded to my text everyone no it's not in the best way um silverwood needs to buy two tra another train for trimmers and timber tear there you go that improves that a lot make those ops better okay um hmm I could trade out like two or three of Lagoon's kitty rides and add in another major thing. That would be pretty big. I love that park, but that would help because they've got a yeah, lot of family uh, coasters. They do, but that makes sense because you know they're just local. Yeah, I look at that park and I'm like, that's like a solid. It'll be like a plus twelve probably by the time I get out there. It's like okay. Yeah, I really like that place. Um, but yeah, that's my answers. Yeah, I mean, I could we could probably go on just listing a bunch of random ones for a while, but I'll say I'll go with two getting a second train for Tremors and Timber Terror, and then Ops at Carolyn's being consistent. I'll say I'll say Ops at Dorney and Kennywood, the main oh, ones. So, and that's gonna do it for questions this week. So, thank you all. If you want to ask us questions, join the Discord. Next week, you can ask all of the questions about Stumble so Chris can answer them without me, and I can just sit here, you know, tapping my fingers, being like, I hate all of you. Mm -hmm. um, and then, if, like I said at the top of the show, if you asked a question for Mr. Bybee, I've put it aside somewhere, and we will ask him. Trust me, there were some funny questions, and we're just not, not going to ask him. Yeah. Okay, so, second half couple of quick things um shout out to devin in the discord he had this idea like a couple weeks ago to do um tips for saving money when trip planning so we're gonna just kind of talk about some things that we or our families have done um when planning these big road trips or trips in general with flying as well yeah like let's just start right off the top with the obvious and say two things one we are not travel experts by any means so everything we say i think it works but take it with a grain of salt because mm -hmm. we can be wrong about some of this because it might have worked in the past and not work now the second thing to say is this is an expensive hobby there are costs you can't get around when booking a big trip but there are plenty of ways to cut down on them and mm -hmm. that's i think what we're going to try to show you is like where you can save the money because if you're going to go to Europe, you're going to pay over $500 for a flight. That's the beginning of that story. So mm -hmm. I think let's start in, let's start actually out with flights and talking about like searching for those. Yeah. So I know if you're some people, Jack, you like have specific airlines that you want to fly for some reason, which, you know, I'm sure there are legit it's reasons. It's called but having status with an airline and getting yes, points. That works. But if you like, if you just need a one-time thing, just check Google flights. I've done that a ton of times and found super cheap tickets for times. Mm -hmm. I have a flight to Philadelphia in December that I got super cheap through that. So like, and like that's for me, how I've always done. Of, not flying out of Nashville, I'm always watching Southwest stuff now to see like, okay, they got a cheap freight to Dallas. I could go to Dallas this weekend if I wanted. 
so like for example, let's say I wanted to go to Dallas. I can, uh, what is, I am totally blanking on that right now. Um, yeah, I could do like, you know, if I pick just, you know, like the perfect random weekend, I can get there for a hundred bucks, but you pick the weekend after it's 300. Yeah. So, yeah. So your timing is also very dependent on it. Yeah. So like when you're booking a trip, like look at the days you don't honestly, I hate to say it, but kind of let the flight prices dictate where and how long you're going to go. Because if it's, let's say a hundred dollars to go one weekend and 500 to go the next, I'm going the hundred dollar weekend, even if it's not the best weekend for me to go, if I can make it work, I would. Um, other things like to consider with that is like looking at like, okay, you're flying in on a Wednesday. Usually if you wait a week, it will be cheaper to fly out a week later. Um, also weekdays fly on weekdays. It yes, works. that's very true. Um, and then obviously if worse comes to worst, if you're national, it might just be cheaper to drive, but that depends that, on the person. Yeah. And that kind of goes into the next thing, like driving is an option especially if you're an east coast person with the exception of maybe getting like unless you're gonna do like orlando to connecticut it's gonna be a haul you're not getting around that but for like me in tennessee i can be to pretty much every major park in the on the east coast in like 12 hours minus um the new england parks yeah so that it just depends really um and then another thing with road tripping like that or just when you land from your flight a lot of hotels have reward point systems with credit cards um so you can get free nights if you build up with that like mm-hmm. my family has utilized that for a long time and have had entire trips where we haven't had to pay for hotels because we've used that yeah so and so yeah like credit cards with hotel rewards credit cards with flight rewards um and we're saying this if you're, you know, roughly our age, applying to get a travel credit card is going to be hard. Trust mm-hmm. me, I've already tried. <laughs> um, it's like one of those things you can't do it immediately at like 18 years old, but give it a year or two and you'll be able to do it and then start using it. Yeah. I know like for me, I do gas is on my credit card and all of that goes toward would go towards points. That's how it works. Um and then other things, kind of talking about like reward point systems, there is the just take the cheapest flight option. But if you get to the point where you're traveling a ton and you're staying in hotels a ton, pick if you can pick one and stick with it and build a status with them, you get reward, you get miles, um, upgrades on certain airlines if you're flying on a large enough airline. And then hotels, you stay there enough, you get like upgrades in hotel rooms, you get free nights. Mm-hmm. Um, complimentary drinks and snacks and all like it pays to pick a brand sometimes and work with them but it doesn't work all the time yeah um the the obvious thing that we can talk about is chain wide season passes i think everybody knows this but six flags cedar fair sea world to some extent just like if you want to pick one year to try to hit every single Cedar fair park, that's going to save you so much money in tickets and then pick one year to hit every six flags on the East coast and then pick one year to hit Williamsburg and Bush gardens and SeaWorld and fly to Texas one weekend. Maybe there's all your SeaWorld yeah. parks in one year. It, you don't I've have to a- pay for any more tickets that whole year. If that's what you do. 
Yeah, so I've been a Cedar Fair Platinum Pass holder since 2018. Um, I've never let it lapse because it's phenomenal. And I've had a meal plan and a drink plan every year. So with that, I get my parking. I get dry park admission, water park admission, two meals a day, and basically unlimited drinks all year long at any of the Cedar Fair properties across the country for like two, I think it's about 300 with the two add-ons I have. You break that down, day tickets, what you'd spend on food, what you'd spend on parking, it breaks down to about two and a half days at the park. So yeah. you go to a park tw- three times a year and you paid for it. Um, I know this pass is my 2020 Platinum Pass. I'm still reaping that benefits. Thanks, Cedar Fair. Um, and yeah, I will. it's a great thing. And then Six Flags is arguably even better with their membership mm-hmm. tiers. Because I pay $10 a month. Six Flags converted me with membership this year. Like, I, yeah, I, if y'all listen to the podcast, you know I wasn't huge on them before. They, I almost like them more than Cedar Fair now. Yeah, I still like going to Cedar Fair Parks more, I think. But in terms of, like, what I pay a month and then what I get in return, Six Flags definitely has the better deal. Because 10 bucks a month for me, because I've just got platinum, gets me parking, admission, and then drinks. Yeah. And then I think they give you a lot of stuff. You've got diamond and you get the one skip the line pass, which is completely worth it. Cause now I don't have to worry about riding a wild mouse at rope drop. Yeah. I've got, I get like one skip the line pass a year. I, it's not worth like, it's just not worth the extra seven bucks for me. I mean, to get one um, visit, but I definitely like, the membership was a very smart move, especially considering the number of Six Flags parks I did this year. Also, Dorney Park will accept your Six Flags membership. You're welcome. Oh, no. We're not going <laughs> into that again. Was that ever said on the podcast? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure we said that. If not, y'all remember that. That's... join the Discord Jeez. and we'll tell you the story. Um, yeah. Um, okay. I mean, other than that, ticket, like, season pass to your home park if you've got a home park. Yeah. Well, obviously. I think everybody's going to do that who's in our Discord, mm-hmm. at least. Um, and our last thing that we have real quick. Travel with down, big, well, yeah. Travel with people, if you can. Split costs. Yeah. Makes it so yes. much easier. Yeah, we've done a couple of trips together now, and it, like, it cuts down on costs. So, great example of this is John, Mike, and I going to Kings Island a couple weeks ago yeah um so cincinnati which is like five hours away so i had food gas hotel and then those are really my expenses you know you get a hotel by yourself it's going to be like 70 80 a night if you go for the cheapest thing possible you go in on that with two people and it's 35 a night yeah the big things with traveling with people that you can easily split down is hotels and transportation mm-hmm. so like john mike and i were able to i w- drove up to his house in louisville and we rode over to cincinnati together we got a hotel together and then we both have platinum passes so i can safely tell you i did that entire weekend trip for under 50 dollars out of my pocket which is you know two tmp calendars they're on sale now <laughs> link in description there's not a link in the description just dm me oh um Add a link in the description. To what? 
to your uh, Instagram, and then people can DM you from there. My handle is in the description. I'm not exactly. So there's a link in the description, liar. But it's not a link; it's a handle. Make it a link. I'm too lazy to make it a hyperlink. That requires yeah, effort. There's just a preset now. I just hit the button, and it just loads in the like all of the click this stuff for information. Can y'all believe that? He's not trying to put out the highest quality content he can for y'all. GP challenge round two. If you want high quality content, listen he did it to that one episode. week, people. He did it one I'm time. Never doing it again. One anyway, time. Yeah. <laughs> Travel with people. It cuts down on cost loss. Also, it's a ton of fun. With that said, I will just say this because I, I, I don't. I wish I didn't have to say this. Don't travel with like people you don't know that well. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. There are some freaking weirdos in our community. Sadly. So be cautious about who you travel with. That's right. Um, don't travel with Jack. He's scary. Yeah, I'm very scary. Ask Chris. He went on a road trip with me this summer. Um, no, I'm trying to think other just things. There, there's a certain like level too of like what's this traveling worth to me for example i know for me when i look at traveling and like what i'm gonna do a lot of people ask like how do you afford this and it's like i don't spend money on a ton of other things like i put money aside with the intent that it's going towards travel and like i don't buy like a ton of clothes or a bunch of random stuff for myself because i know it's like what am i going to want to do more travel or buy stuff and so i know for me i end up putting a lot of money aside to travel what i don't spend on traveling usually goes back into camera gear <laughs> it's expensive y'all yeah um you i don't spend other thoughts I, mean, I used to not spend that much money that often but that's changed a little bit recently so it's a little bit harder um, but, but yeah, that's how you save money. Um, yeah. Patreon. To... <laughs> Discord. Patreon. Yes. <laughs> you should still give us your money. Now we can know. Yeah, do that. Seriously. The, it's like traveling in this community can be like crazy, especially when you start looking at flights and everything. But just when you sit down to plan a trip. Think about the entire thing. Don't just look at it in pieces. Think about the entire thing. Give yourself a budget to like say, I've got this much and then figure out what you can do with it. Exactly. That that's how I've always done it. Or like set yourself a goal to save. Yep. It's that easy. For example, flights to Poland next summer are roughly there should be roughly in the seven hundred and fifty dollar range. Hopefully. I like that. I'm not going to stop pushing that until we go. I'm just going to say it right now. I hope we can make it. But yeah, so, there you go. Yeah. If you definitely, if we didn't cover something, again, we plug it all the time, but join the Discord and ask us, and we'll tell you if we didn't cover something, you got a question, we'll talk about it, because I do love talking about trip planning. We both do it for fun. Even if we don't, we know we're not going to get to go on those trips anytime soon. We both do it for fun. Yes, we do. We should do. We should do that one show. We should just literally sit down, and say like, 
we want to go here and just plan a trip on the show so people can see what we do. I'm down. We can do that. So, if you want to see that, let us know. That's right. So that about does it. Thank you yeah. all for listening. Links in the description for everything. Patreon, Discord, Allison's book. Follow but everything. She's writing the sequel for Hold On. I got to call her out and she needs her nano. She's done really good. I'm proud of her. Um, Allison is at 27,667 words out of 50,000. I'm falling behind. I'm at 18,328. So Trash. good job, Allison. Good job. Yeah. Keep writing. Stop listening to the podcast now and keep writing angsty read because it makes me happy. Um, sure. If you've read the book, you understand that. <laughs> yeah. I've read a little bit. Not, I haven't finished it yet, but okay. That's it. Yeah. Thank we'll you talk to you all next week as Chris talks about stumble and I cry in the corner. Goodbye. <laughs> Peace. Thanks for listening to the Twisted Travelers Podcast.